1: Hello and welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast. Proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network, not proudly a Milwaukee Bucks podcast. This episode is brought to you by TheraOne, NFL Sunday Ticket, and BetOnline.ag. As you may have heard near the tail end of the last episode, and maybe just like travel back in time to when that episode just dropped and listen to that and just enjoy yourself if that's an option. If that's not, we are doing. Podcast after every playoff game the first bucks playoff game just ended although no one told the bucks it was a playoff game the orlando magic handily defeat the milwaukee bucks 122 110 take a one to zero lead in the first round of the nba playoffs thankfully we did not bring any guests on we can be miserable by ourselves i'm joined as always of course by the rat rabbit i (sighs) You just call me a rat? No, I was gonna go for like I was. I, I don't know what I, I think I was gonna go extravagant, but I forgot the X, and then I tried to pivot to ravishing, and I was like, "That's a little uncomfortable." And I just, I don't know. I, I executed as well as the nine Giannis Bucks today. Rohan, how's it going?
2: Uh, I'm I'm doing pretty terrible, however.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm there as well. I mean, I was having a great day. Uh, you know, got got out of work early to take this in, and. I thought I was going to be a virtual fan. Let me get the virtual... It's not even really a story, but I said I would, I would share it, and people are curious. So, I like, I got into the, the portal. Not portal, but whatever, like, the, the application to do it. And I was, like, in the waiting room, so I could see and hear all the other fans, both in the quote-unquote game and in the waiting room. But I did that for two quarters and never actually, like, got into a seat. Like, I never got picked. Nobody really left, I guess. And I went to, like, grab a, a, a drink, non-alcoholic, unfortunately, and use the bathroom and stuff at halftime. And I came back, and they were like, you lost your spot. And I tried to enter back in, and it looked weird. And I was like, you know what? I can barely see the game. Like, you get a cool – the idea is cool. You get, like, an in-arena feed. But they actually just ended up being the TNT feed, but it's quicker. So, like, I was seeing what was going down before everyone else, so I got sad earlier. But, because, like, my computer's not great, so, like – streaming my video plus other people's plus the game like I was looking at the most pixelated first half possible so I just hopped out so I was never actually on the board I don't think I don't think I ever got in the game but I was close I was sort of a virtual fan but that's my virtual fan story somehow less sad than the actual game story here
2: that's actually kind of fun. do you think do you think they're gonna you're gonna get another chance
1: I don't know if I would take it really like I, not, I I, not worth it i didn't love being in there with the other virtual fans i'm in a <laughs> different vibe when i watch a game like i'm when i'm watching a bucks game welcome
2: like, welcome to the weird no fan experience you know like yeah you were confused by my takes on an earlier episode about how i didn't like care for the fans and games yeah and now it feels like you're joining me.
1: i i am it's well it's like i'm so locked in you know like i'm trying to pick up things like you know, what can I tweet? What am I what's really hap like what's really happening here? That's always the question I'm asking. Like, why are the things that are happening happening? Like and I have like these <laughs> credit to the Magic fans who were saucy early, like saying Bucks people were on the bandwagon and everything else and, and they had a great time. They were having a fantastic time in the virtual fan room. The Magic they're flourishing. They deserve it. We slandered them. We clearly shouldn't have. Apparently they're a great team, or at least the Bucks aren't. But, yeah, no, it wasn't ideal. I, I kind of prefer just, I like being in my own bubble for the, for the games if I'm going to be breaking them down. So, yeah, I think I am on your side now. But, yeah, not, not a great experience. But, uh, like I said, the actual game was worse than my attempts to be a virtual fan. Uh, one guy showed up pretty much. Uh, Giannis DiCumpo puts up 31 points, 17 rebounds, 7 assists, Five turnovers, one steal, and five fouls in just 34 minutes. I'm sure we'll get there. Did we uh, actually say that the Bucks lost? I mean, yeah, I think I, I think I dropped the score early. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. I did. I did. I dropped the score and that they're down 0-1. Yeah, they, they 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 lost. I I think people are pretty aware of that now. And I think this game in itself, Giannis leads the team and made threes and almost in three point percentage. Like, if, like, the there's that sentiment, right, that, you know, Giannis doesn't have help. Like, that's why he would theoretically go somewhere else. He didn't have help in this game. And I think that was pretty apparent for most of it. Nobody showed up consistently. You look at the box score, a couple other guys end up having okay games. Nobody else was consistently good. Nobody else showed up. I mean, I don't even know if Giannis showed up every single minute he was out there. And again, we'll get to the minutes. But nobody else was even close to his level of performance today.
2: Yeah, uh I will say that probably the one guy who wasn't downright terrible was West Matthews. Yeah. Uh, yeah a fine actually,
1: West Matthews game.
2: Yeah, I thought it was a pretty decent West Matthews game. He was hitting his three. He he seemed to be Giannis's go-to shooter. Um when they were, you know, like running in transition and stuff, trying to get the, trying to get energy going, you know, Giannis would go on like his little mini takeover runs and Wes Matthews was his guy in those situations. It seemed like, like he was a, it was a good game from Wes Matthews.
1: Unfortunately, he did get hurt.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. At, w- literally w-
1: adding w- injury to insult.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> a little flip the script there. Um, yeah. when did he get hurt? The fourth, I'm so frazzled the right very, now. The uh, end of the
1: fourth, like the the last couple minutes. Um, he, he he pulled up after a fall going for a ball and this was in the point. So this, uh, this is how you know, this game was bad. You remember my Miami thing. Like I just, I could feel it. Like it just felt like they were going to win. I don't think at any point, maybe probably after like five minute mark, five minutes into the third quarter, I'd like the whole fourth quarter. I was like, no, they're not like, they just, they didn't look complete at all. They just. It was a terrible game plan and a terrible effort, I think. Yeah, Wes, Wes gets hurt. Uh, I don't know if it was related to the quad. Was it? Did he have a quad? I think so. I don't know if it was related to that or not. I mean, it seemed like a lower body thing. I have no idea. I'm no doctor. Again, we're recording directly post-game. So if we get an update, we will share it. I don't think we have yet. But uh, yeah, just like... That was just like the brutal finish to I think what was a brutal performance. I mean, what was your? I guess we should go big picture. I mean, what was your big picture takeaway from this other than like the pain meme?
2: I mean, well, definitely the pain.
1: You know, like you just said. Yeah.
2: I just it felt like it felt like no one cared. Yeah. You know, outside of Giannis, like I said, I'll give I'll give due to West Matthews. Outside of Giannis and West Matthews, it did not seem like anyone actually cared, which is. What I was getting concerned about, I think two episodes ago now, yeah, uh, we were talking about like, oh, on a scale of one to ten, and I said like a five or six because just like no one seemed to care, yeah, that translated into the postseason. We can say that now, Ty, yeah, that not caring has translated into the postseason. They are down 01 to the Orlando Magic,
1: <laughs> yeah, they are, and I think people I'm already seeing parallels drawn between. This and, and Toronto losing game one to the Magic. Toronto lost game one to a healthy Magic team, and it was a close game. Like Kawhi it was a, had a DJ look. Augustine buzzer beater. Yeah, Kawhi I remember. Had a I was look. in
2: I was in a line at Walmart watching it on my phone, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this is amazing."
1: Back when we went outside, the good old know, days. Right? Um, yeah, it, it was a much closer game, and I think, like. It wasn't just that they lost this game, and I almost tweeted this like five times, but I wanted to save it for the pod, so shouts to friends of the pod, and I totally get it if, like, there might be someone listening to this like five days from now, because they just need to unplug from Bucks content for a little while, totally get that, but it wasn't just that they lost, it was, and I I titled, I think we'll probably end up titling the podcast, New Postseason Same Bucks Problems, the lack of effort is new, I think that's new to the bubble, I I don't really know what's going on there or how to explain that, but A lot of the... I think we saw a lot of things that we've seen before. I mean, how many possessions were early pull-up threes by a not-open, not-very-good shooter? Or just a straight-line drive? How often on defense do they get burned by a pick-and-pop big? Which... I want to start here. in just, like, individual things that really befuddled me from this game. There's going to be a long list. How are they unprepared for Nikola Vucevic? Like... He, with with Isaac out, with uh, Aaron Gordon out, he was a game-time decision but ends up being out. You know, Foltz is, like, good. Fournier is usually good. He was terrible for most of the game tonight, and the Bucs couldn't capitalize. Even with everyone healthy, like, Vucevic was their all-star last year. Vucevic is the guy. Like, he's their best offensive player. Or if they're not their best, absolutely close to their best. And the Bucs run a drop coverage most of the time. It just looked like they were completely unprepared for this guy to hit threes, like how is that not something that you're ready to adjust for at the very least after the first quarter? Like he destroyed them with jumpers all night long and we never saw a good adjustment. We saw Brooke Lopez try to hang with him and then maybe do some sort of switching or something at the end and Terrence Ross ends up getting two free layups because the Bucks were completely unprepared for what to do when a screener gets involved with that. I just, I didn't understand and I was very perplexed and disturbed by how such a simple, obvious, it's not like this is like, oh, I can't believe the Magic are going to Vucevic. They, they He's one of their best players. Like, it's just very, it antagonized me to no end. That but Ty, they just, they over just and need over. to
2: play their game and they'll win, right? Right? The Bucs.
1: Yeah. Isn't that I, isn't that the the the
2: normal thing? Like, oh, we just need to play our game. We don't need to adjust to others. Others have to adjust to us because when we play our game, we're dominant. Is Sorry, uh, I'm trying to allude <laughs> to the fact that this is what the coaching staff usually says.
1: Yeah, no, I, I get you. I get you. I'm just, I'm still so flummoxed. I didn't even have an initial response. It's just, you need to adjust sometimes. It's sometimes, and sometimes it's just not going to work that well. I mean, the Magic, and okay shooting team who looked absolutely tremendous in this game i was gonna i'm gonna say tonight a lot it was today I mean, they played at noon and what i don't want to hear is oh it was a day game that's why oh it was this it was that i don't want any of the excuses i want to hear about calls i don't want to hear any of it the bucks did not put themselves in position to win this game i don't want to hear anything about how anything was unjust to them they just played terribly but it just it just befuddled me. I mean, we got some no bigs minutes, and they still look terrible on defense. We, we and... did
2: we did get the adjustment. I think it was third quarter, middle of the third, where they started to switch everything. Yeah. Um. So I guess that counts as an adjustment, but it doesn't really it doesn't really work when you're just like you're clearing out for Vucevic to like post up George Hill. Yeah. Like like what good does that do?
1: You know? Well, it's just I just I don't think they're they're I don't think they have any reps. I don't think they know what to do. I mean, like they you don't. look at Wild, those because they didn't do it all season. Yeah, they, time. They never did it. Yeah, that <laughs> that is true. Um, even sometimes when they'd go with no none of the low bros. I mean, like we'd see Urson out here playing drop, and it's just like why? Yeah. Like what oh, are we yeah. getting we we from should, this? We
2: should say Urson was out for this game, oh. so he he, he would have played if, twenty uh, minutes <laughs> if he was
1: healthy. Oh yeah,
2: oh yeah. You would you you might have played more minutes than like a um, f- freaking Chris Middleton in this game.
1: He might have. Um, yeah, no, but it's just, it, it, like, the Ross thing was the perfect example because they, they move Lopez out of the paint, and, you know, I, I tweeted this, I've been I've been on this for a while, like, they should be fit, they should have been figuring out ways to use Brook Lopez outside of the drop. Like, it's great that they have the drop, it's a great strategy, it works against a lot of teams, doesn't always work, like, you need to be able to be at least a little bit flexible, and I, I don't think they are, like, they've ran what, like fifty possessions of zone, maybe, with Brooke out there. Like that's the only thing they've really done with him besides drop. So now all of a sudden you're fumbling like at halftime or between quarters in a playoff game, trying to figure things out. And I I just don't think it's realistic for the team to be able to defend a way they they'd really just have almost no reps defending in together. Like they you build up a good defense by getting to know each other on the floor and the Bucks I feel like they're just they're so locked into this drop. I just I'm not sure if they're good enough to do at doing enough other defenses, especially with Lopez out there. They're sometimes capable with the honest at center, just switching things. I mean, they're theoretically better at it. They still it's not very polished because they again, they just don't do it. But with Lopez out there, I just it's so hard for them to do anything else. And and like against a guy like Vucevic, it's so hard for them to do anything on defense. I mean, what are the magic score? 122 points in this game at the Orlando yep. Magic, losing a couple guys with Fournier playing terrible. They shoot 39% from three, which is good, but I don't know. I mean, Gary Clark is four for 12. Fournier is three for seven. Foltz is one for four. Ross and Augustine combined for one for seven. It's not like everybody was shooting the lights out. I mean, the Bucks just – they just weren't – they couldn't hang, to put it plainly.
2: Yeah, it's just like when this – I saw this term, like the skeleton crew. I can't remember who tweeted it. Uh, Skeleton crew of the Magic is just – bombarding you from deep and just it's like you said it's not even good percentages it's just because they have so many attempts it's yeah. like it's like the rockets thing right it's is if you shoot a lot of threes and you make a decent like not great but decent percentage of it that's still a lot of threes right and then yeah. this is how you beat this bucks team like I i guess they figured it out I just I, <clears throat> I don't know just a lot, a lot a lot of things are going through my head right now Ty.
1: Yeah, same. I mean, the magic are plus. Let me see, plus fourteen in Vucevic's minutes, and I think even more troublingly, plus nineteen in Terrence Ross's minutes, who didn't even shoot that well. Plus four in DJ Augustine's minutes. Like these are this is Orlando's bench. I mean, they were plus five in Kem Birch minutes. I don't think he overlapped with Vucevic at all. Maybe, no, he did a little bit. He did a little bit. Vuce plays thirty six, Birch plays fourteen, but still. Birch is like their backup center. You've got to win the minutes. Like when Vucevic isn't playing, at least. Then you flip over to the Bucks side. They have one guy with a positive plus minus. You know who it is? Oh, I do, unfortunately. 25 seconds of Frank Mason, baby. (laughs) One assist. Nothing else. That assist was the difference in his plus minus. But so obviously, you know, he doesn't play until the very, very end. So all the rotational players. They lose their minutes. They lose everybody's minutes. They lose Giannis's thirty-four minutes by nine. And I feel like now, unless you have a last point to make here, I think we have to move to the rotation itself because I've we've, we've I've come so close to it and just like throwing my laptop so many times from saying these number of minutes. I feel like we need to dive into it.
2: Yeah, just let's 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 do it.
1: So I mean, this is something I, I wrote about this this morning on Patreon. I already quote tweeted myself and said, "What an idiot." Or, no, I actually said imagine being this stupid. Excuse me. Let me get myself right. But So this was uh, at the end of the third quarter. This is what I tweeted. Here are some bucks and the most minutes they could possibly play if they don't sit out at all in the fourth quarter, assuming no overtime. Folks, there was definitely no overtime. Chris's max minutes at that point were 33. Bledsoe was 32. And Giannis was 37. The, what they ended up actually playing. Let's see. Giannis gets up to 34 and a half. Nobody else except for Chris even hits thirty. Chris is at thirty-one, and Chris played terribly. We'll get there later as well. But I just, I, I don't get it. I mean, I, I know the Bucks have said they, they don't think flipping the switch is real. We have said they just need to, they don't necessarily need to flip a switch. Just play their best guys and play better. I think still, even if you, if you don't buy into the concept of flipping the switch, like clearly they need to get going uh, to some extent. They haven't gotten going. They need to get going. I don't know how that's the situation they're in, and the answer is to play 11 guys in the first quarter, and to have all these crazy lineups, and have Dante and Kyle Korver and Pat Connaughton and all these other guys out there at the same time, some of them, not all four of those, I don't think, maybe, but just some wacky lineups out there, some four bench player and Brook Lopez lineups in the middle of a terrible Brook Lopez game, like, I, I just, I, I don't, I'm not saying it was all coaching, and the players did not play well, most of them, but... I, I don't get how that's gonna spark the run that, that this Bucks team needs to start going on right very very soon.
2: Yet yeah, they're just I I don't know. We've talked about this like you, like you were saying like this is a this is just this might be a recurring problem. So I I don't know. Like when you're playing lineups that have like what is it Dante uh, Kyle Korver Pat Connaughton Marvin so I, Williams. This and- is a
1: real lineup. George Hill, Pat Connaughton, Dante DiVincenzo, Marvin Williams, and Brooke Lopez. <laughs> this is the third quarter. Like, game's not over. At, at the beginning of the third quarter, the Bucks got it to what? Like one. They got it to one. one. Yeah, I was gonna say two or one. Like they. they this is like Chris a Middleton couple minutes. Missed
2: a free throw on his uh, three point shot attempt, which would have tied the game.
1: So, like, uh, they're minutes removed from being within one point again. This is a playoff game. Like we're out of the we're out of the space of saying this games this game's all matter now. Like these were the games that you were saving up for. They
2: are down in the series now.
1: Yeah, and then after that, and granted, this one was only like a couple possessions before Giannis checks in. But for a second there, we had Bledsoe, Hill, Korver, Conadon, Lopez. It's just like,
2: what, why? What does that lineup? What what can you do with that lineup? Ty, can you lose games? No, Ty, can you like can you tell me a single good thing that lineup can do on a basketball court?
1: Uh well There's a lot of questionable shooters. Which cool. is bad. Can they
2: can they run an offense?
1: They couldn't do that with anyone
2: on the floor. No, I'm just saying that lineup in particular. Can they can they run an offense? Can you get some drive and kick game going with that lineup?
1: Like Almost? Omo- almost. I'll say Through almost, who? you can. Through who? I, it'd have to be Bledsoe.
2: Okay, sure. Who are you kicking it to?
1: I mean, Hill and corver They could shoot. It's, it's... The thing is, I don't understand why there's ever no Chris, no Giannis minutes. I still don't. I never have. I still don't. I think since they first acquired Bledsoe, which feels like an eon ago staggering Bledsoe and Giannis has always felt smart to me. I think, like, I mean, they're, they're best when Giannis is on the floor full stop. But, like, what Bledsoe does, he's so good at operating with the ball. Like, this lineup, I actually, the second one here, I don't entirely despise because I do like the idea of giving Bledsoe some spacing. The first one is just awful. Like, Hill is the primary ball handler with Dante out there. It's just, it's not good. But the Bledsoe one, maybe for a very quick spell, but I don't understand why Middleton would not be out there. I mean, the very simple math is even if you play both guys 36 minutes, which is more than they both played, you can get 24 together and 12 separate and cover the entire game. It's very easy math. Like, all 48 minutes, bam, one of Chris or Giannis, which should, theoretically, give you at least something of a floor. You're not going to be so bad with at least one of the, again, theoretically, tonight they were bad with everyone, but that's the idea. And it's just, it's never something we've seen consistently done. We've always seen these big bench player lineups Sometimes they've worked very sparingly. This was not a day when they worked. I, I think if this game, I mean, at times this game was close. So this game was closer. We might be saying they cost the Bucks this game. I just I, again in this situation, the first game of a, a quick playoff run, where in round two you're gonna see probably a team that a lot of people think is very well equipped to play the Bucks, the Miami Heat. In round three, you're probably going to see last year's champion, who's playing like champions again, even without their best player. And of course, round four, one of the LA teams, and now we're we're really assuming a lot talking about the Bucks in round four right now. I I don't get playing eleven guys in the first quarter. I just don't. I don't understand the upside. I don't. I don't know why. I just don't know what the Bucks have to gain. You, you from know doing why
2: that. you don't understand it, Ty? Why there's no, why? You, because there's no upside. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't get you it. You
2: can't get... you Your players can't get into a flow, especially when they haven't been in a flow ever since they came to Orlando in the restart. If you're, if you're going 11 deep, no players can get into a flow. You can't really attack Orlando's set defense, which actually played at starters minutes. Look at that. Uh, Nikola Vucevic was playing 32 minutes, and, uh, like... Uh, sorry not 32 minutes how much did he play
1: 36 and a half 36
2: and a half minutes yeah wild and he put up 33 points with a plus 15 wild how that works they pe- they played their best player tie
1: it's
2: a they weird win the game, strategy
1: Ty? so did... they did they did indeed win the game
2: yeah it's almost like uh freaking bud can take some pointers from steve clifford that's not something i thought i would ever say in my life steve
1: clifford's a good coach he is He uh, is. He's capable he just,
2: yes he's he's not a bad coach Really, he's just—he's no. been on some bad teams, but like he—you you don't think of him as like oh, someone who's going to out-coach Bud in the playoffs. But who knows? That might be a lower bar than we thought.
1: It looks like it right now. I mean, I really hope that these takes right here sound as ridiculous as the post-game one takes from the Celtics series. But at the end of the day. It's just not justifiable to get slapped by this Orlando Magic team. And I, I'm not even trying to slander. People, uh, you're, you're being disrespectful. I'm not. They were the eighth seed. They couldn't they couldn't surpass the zombie Brooklyn Nets to grab the seventh seed in the bubble. Like, they're banged up. They're injured. They were also without Michael Carter-Williams, who somehow is an important part of their team. This is a team where Michael Carter-Williams is an important part of their rotation. Well, to be, and they didn't to even have fair, it.
2: To be fair. Uh, I think Zach Lowe pointed this out. It was um, when, when you take away Orlando's players that were injured, like Aaron Gordon, Mar, um, Mark um Michael Carter-Williams. Sorry, uh, wrong iteration of the player. Cheers. Um, <laughs> <Jeez>. Sorry. <laughs> but I, I didn't even mean to slander that hard. Um, uh, I lost my train. Oh, yeah. Is it so, about shooting? Yeah. So you take, those, you take those players out, you gain shooting. Right. Yeah,
1: I mean Gary Clark starts and is four for twelve from deep. I think Aaron Gordon could have probably hit four out of twelve. I don't. I don't, I don't think know. he could. I think I thought Aaron Gordon was a fine. He's shooter. not going to take twelve threes. Maybe not. I mean, maybe against this team. Yeah, I, I suppose. I mean, it's still. No, I'm not, not going to give Orlando. I'm not going to give the Bucks credit because they faced a team with less players. Yeah. No. Okay. So Gordon's not a very good shooter, but I, I don't know. I just. I don't. I. Don't know. I, I Maybe, maybe, maybe that's true. Maybe they lucked into it. But still,
2: still, when you're playing, like you said, when you're playing a team with less players, you don't get credit for that when they're missing their starters. You know, no, like, yeah. so what if it creates like a shooting, like they, they get better at three point shooting. So what they're worse players. You know, yeah, I mean, there's you a reason those guys aren't them. always
1: starting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. You I, know I, what? Imagine,
2: yeah. Imagine if the magic played like this the entire season, right? You wouldn't say that the magic are freaking title contenders with Gary Clark starting instead of Aaron Gordon, right?
1: I would not personally.
2: Yeah. But so maybe i really that. really you a if you're Milwaukee,
1: I'm really having a question. My definition of title contenders recently Let's get to something that I think we all could use right now. From tight muscles, tough workouts, signs of aging, to simply making it through each busy day, everyone understands what it can be like to be tense and sore, especially us right now, so everyone can benefit from TheraOne's CBD products. Started by Dr. Jason Worsland. TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. It started with the revolutionary Theragun percussive therapy device. When Dr. Jason saw the benefits of using CBD in his treatments, he created TheraOne to bring you CBD products done right. A lot of CBD products claim to be organic, but still contain up to 30% filler, and these fillers are potentially toxic. Therawon tests their products four times before they get to you. Every product is USDA certified organic, grown in the US, and their CBD extracts are the highest quality available anywhere. Use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover, body balm for targeted relief, and sleep tincture to drift into a deep night's sleep. It's 3.46 p.m. I could go for some of that right now. But now through Labor Day, Monday, September 7th, TheraOne is offering our listeners a buy one, get one free for all TheraOne products. But you've got to go to TheraGun, T-H-E-R-A-G-U-N, TheraGun.com slash BlueWire. If you don't love what you get from TheraOne, send it back for a full refund within 30 days of purchase. This is not something TheraOne is likely to do. Again, buy one, get one free at theragun.com slash bluewire, but only until Labor Day. Go do that right now. And then this weekend, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Well, not this weekend, but Sundays are coming back in the NFL with NFLSundayTicket.tv. You can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices plus red zone and direct tv fantasy zone channels are included you will never miss your favorite teams and favorite players no matter where you live nflsundayticket.tv is your key to the most glorious sundays ever use promo code bluewire at checkout to get 50% off your subscription visit nflsundayticket.tv and use promo code bluewire okay yeah we got to we got to get to chris
2: who Sorry, Chris Middleton played today.
1: Oh, you're on. You're electric today. You're a loose cannon today, Rohan. You're I, a loose cannon, cop on the edge. I didn't realize he actually played today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna demand your, your badge and microphone. You're off sure. the force. <laughs> you're too wild for anyone. No, it's he deserves the criticism. Um, something I tweeted to friend of maybe friend of the pod, friend of myself, Jason Maples on Twitter, uh, who's a great follow. Um, he was tweeting. Somewhat vaguely about Chris Middleton. And I said, my thing all year has been he needs to be the guy. He's looked like he can be the guy in the playoffs all year, almost all year long. But he has to be that way to prove to prove himself. Like you you need to show up and do it in the playoffs to prove you're a playoff performer. You need to prove you're a 16-game player. Chris has not done that for a consistent postseason. He's had great series moments, but he has not done that game in, game out for a deep run not great evidence here t- today. I didn't say tonight today. I'm proud. Um, it's Thank you. It's one game. There's still time, but Chris four for 12 from the field, two for six from deep misses two of his six free throws. The Bucks abysmal free throw shooting continues. They're 18 for 28 as a team, 64.3%. Meanwhile, the magic 18 for 19 Milwaukee needs to clean that up. I mean, that's that's just leaving points on the table, and, and Giannis is inconsistent, but a lot of other guys missed free throws today as well. They just, they, I don't know. Make all free throws, practice. it's a
2: two-point game.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, they're probably leading at, at one point in the third, and then who knows how things unfold differently. Probably not much because they were terrible all, all day, but regardless, Chris uh, didn't shoot well, ends up with 14 points, six rebounds, four assists, four turnovers, one steal, one block. These are... These are just not numbers you can live with from your number two. I mean, uh, in a game where you lose, like where you're not playing well, he never got going. That's Again, it's they never got him going, but at the end of the day, he never got going. He never asserted himself for a consistent stretch. Again, nobody on the team did except for Giannis. I mean, George Hill had a nice night, whatever. Um, but he just he wasn't good enough, plain and simple. He has to be much better. There's no excuses to be made right here for me on this here podcast. Everyone knows how high I am on Chris Middleton He simply was not good enough today in a lot of aspects, and it was very disappointing.
2: Yeah, it's. uh, he made, what was he, 4 for 12 from uh, the field in the game? Yeah. Uh, Two of those shots came in the fourth quarter. So (laughs) he made two total field goals, uh, quarters one through three. And this is the guy who's supposed to be the number two when you're... Who has to be. There's no choice. There's no option. You kind of have to be the number two uh, when, you know, you want to be on, like, a finals team. And if you're making two shots in three quarters against the Orlando Magic, I don't know what to say. You know, like, like did he was he so upset not getting 50, 40, 90 that he was like, "F it!" and 33, <laughs> 33, 66. Like, like cool. Welcome to that club. You know, that's cool. I'll make my own club. stink stinker.
1: I don't know. Just <laughs> oh. Loose Cannon Rohan, ladies he was and gentlemen. Ter- he was terrible, Todd. He was terrible. This is, yeah.
2: I don't know how much I can stress that this is the Orlando Magic.
1: <laughs> yeah, they don't. Like, this is not. A, I'm sorry, they do have two very good wing defenders. Neither of them played. Um, Jonathan Isaac and Aaron Gordon. Both very, very good. I mean, I saw pieces before the, the series. Aaron Gordon, surprisingly capable at guarding Giannis. Didn't yeah, even have. Him. Of
2: giving him a concussion. Remember that? Like, what was that last season? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I can. I didn't mean to make it something. Like he is a capable, yeah, honest. He he's a very yeah. good defender.
1: I mean, he's something. He was he would have been their first option. He would have been the first guy they went oh, to. Oh, for and, sure. No, he would have done a decent job. Um, Chris through the first quarter had attempted two shots. Uh, and again, eleven guys played in that first quarter. It's just they they started off on the wrong foot and they never were able to competently course correct. Like like the they, one they,
2: good thing that we saw from the bubble so far was that Chris was being more aggressive getting to the basket. He seemed like he was asserting himself more. And, like you said, first quarter, two shot attempts? Like, what wh- what happened?
1: It's, yeah, it's just, it's so distressing because, I mean, I don't, we, we're broken records. We've said it over and over. Like, they need to rely more on Giannis and Chris. They need everything else to go around those guys. The only way that Giannis should have three shots and one shooting foul possession, so four shooting possessions, he was 0 for 2 on free throws in the first quarter, and Chris has two. So that's combined six shots for the Bucks. Meanwhile, Brooke Lopez, has three. Bledsoe 2, DiVincenzo 3, made none of them. Dante George Hill four. was terrible again. Oh, well, we'll get there. But you just, you look at, so, Chris and Giannis, 6 shooting possessions. The bench, in the first quarter, had 11. 11. <laughs> the bench outshot in attempts, number of attempts. The bench has 11 shooting attempts. Chris and Giannis combined for 6. That's not it. That ain't it. That is not what you want to see. The only way that should be happening is if Chris and Giannis are literally finding wide open three-point shooters and dishing it every time and that was not what was happening out there. Like it was just they they just they looked lost again on offense. They just they didn't know they didn't look like they knew what they were doing. They didn't seem to have a consistent plan. They come out of halftime looking good and just completely let all the momentum go away. It was very distressing. They they didn't look ready and I just don't get how you don't look ready for this. I mean, it would be one thing if like you know they didn't shoot great but they they were in good positions and orlando made a bunch of tough shots that's one thing that that happens sometimes you do lose a game to a worse team the reason this is so distressing and we're so upset especially rohan uh, <laughs> is they they didn't they didn't it wasn't like just the, an off night they just didn't look ready to even compete and again against orlando I could,
2: you you think they high they're down to the magic
1: (laughs) and again the raptors were too but the circumstances were vastly very different very different
2: different. just i don't know you you make a good point when you say like it's not like it was like a close game in terms of like the bucks are playing like hard they're playing you know their correct style or anything and you just miss shots right like that's a completely different story like you just said this was just they just got embarrassed honestly like they they got embarrassed. Like I guess I guess one thing you could maybe say is maybe a little bit of an excuse is that this is their first game really playing at full strength in a while.
1: Yeah, Minus I mean Erson. it is, and it's you know, and and that's the that's the that's why I mean I said the Giannis the missing the Grizzlies game is more impactful than people thought, but it shouldn't make this much of a difference.
2: No, no, maybe not a quarter, even close. Not even maybe close.
1: one quarter, but. It shouldn't, I mean, it's not like this is, you know, like right before the bubble, they traded for Giannis and Chris and they're just, I mean, they've been together for two years. The main guys have been together for two years and, you know, everyone except Marv has been around for all of this season. And it's again, no disrespect to Marvin Williams. He's not exactly like an integral, you know, top two piece. They need to figure out like, just go take threes and get rebounds and guard wings. Like it's not not rocket science. He's yeah. He's fine. He's fine with that. Um, but it's just—it's inexcusable that they just came out and they didn't look—they didn't look prepared. And honestly, like, there's a lot of anti-bud stuff out in the world. Uh, oftentimes, I think sometimes it can get a little excessive. There's a whole lot right now if you log on to Twitter.com and probably I other places. Would not recommend that. Uh, never would recommend Ever, that. Right? <laughs> never would recommend that. But uh, a lot of places people talk about the Euro Discord is not very fond of the men right now. And you know, I, I try not to pile on when I think people are being excessive what I will say the rotations garbage 11 guys in the first quarter in a playoff game where you need to get rolling garbage the preparation for what Orlando did schematically garbage and like just the team looking ready to per- compete was also garbage and you know I'm not saying it's all on him and all of the players are blameless but you're the coach you know at the end of the day the buck stops with you <laughs> so to speak um, <laughs> maybe maybe way too literally the buck stop with him but He's you got to be better. And it listen, game two better be a whole lot better. It, it needs to be better on every single front. I don't care if Orlando gets everyone healthy. It should not matter. Fully healthy, both of these teams. The Bucks I mean, swept them in the regular season. I think they've lost once to Orlando in the last two years, and it was a game Giannis didn't play. So they, they, I, I, there's no room for excuses anymore. They need to come out and be great and win game two. That's like the bare minimum. That if, needs if they, to happen. Yeah,
2: if they do not, like, absolutely maybe not blow the doors but if you don't get like a double digit win on thursday thursday at
1: six right or am i wrong yeah uh it might be five dang it i got god again (laughs) eastern time and the bucks your two enemies (laughs)
2: <laughs> I can't. That is five o'clock, darn it. Um. Yeah, if they don't win by at least like double digits on Thursday and they don't look. How about, okay, maybe not that. If they don't look right, like they looked wrong today. Like I know that's just trying to like simplify it really. But like you said at the top, when y- you don't have really the thought that they're going to, oh, they're going to win this game when, like you did against Miami, it's because they didn't look right. If they don't look right and they don't win on Thursday, I, I don't think. They're, they're, it's i don't even want to think about that
1: it's going to be a catastrophe uh on every show on every i can't show my face feed. outside ty
2: not that i should <laughs> but like i cannot show my face like anywhere if that and, happens
1: but what i'm saying, i was though, already is, getting
2: phone calls
1: in the middle of the game to make sure my mental oh, health yeah. was okay there's some text coming in that i'm dreading answering already but it'll be deserved It'll be absolutely deserved. Like, I, I can't sit here and go, oh, evil media is... No, like, they're blowing it. Like, you can't blow it. The the first step of getting everyone to shut up about Giannis potentially going somewhere else and the team being fraudulent, etc. You have to prove win. those things Maybe wrong. Maybe win a yeah. game. How about you that? Gotta, you, gotta, you gotta prove it. If you're a small market, especially any team. I mean, if, if the Lakers lost to the Blazers... I think that would be honestly more acceptable based on who is on the Blazers. But regardless, like if that happens tonight, they'll get a lot of crap too. They'll get less now because the Bucks have set a precedent. But like they'll get some too. Like that's just how it is. They, there's expectations, and the Bucks could not have fallen flatter on their face. This is, I mean, with, I, I, it's gonna it's gonna sound like hyperbole no matter what because obviously, I mean, they lost four straight games that would have sent them to the final, or you know, they lost four straight games. Or if they won two, they would have gone to the finals, but. This might be, and it sounds insane, might be one of the most important Bud Bucks games ever on Thursday. Like, just I, it's it's not impossible to come back from, but if they drop another game to this Magic team, I really hope the people who say momentum in sports is not real are right. That's all I'll say because that's that sounds really hard to come back from, man. That's God. How did we get here? I know it we should just, be impossible to lose two in a row, but it also should have been impossible to lose this one so badly. Im- they lost to the
2: Magic, tie.
1: and uh, just the again the way. That's what I'm stressing the the way that they lost to the Magic was yeah. just very disheartening.
2: It's just I don't know. I just keep coming back to that point because I can't really fathom what's happening right now. That just uh, is there. I mean, okay, it, are there some bright spots we could maybe talk about? Maybe.
1: I don't even know if I have the heart. Giannis is still great. I mean, a, a an okay Giannis game. And, you know, a lot of people criticize. 31-17-7. Yeah. Well, five turnovers. Yeah. You know, misses 13 shots, which is a lot for him. And he misses nine shots within the arc. I mean, he missed some around the rim, which is pretty uncharacteristic. And also was four for nine from free throw. So, like, again, a good game. But, like, like I said, expectations. When you're Giannis, there's expectations. Uh, he was the best guy on the team by far. I mean, he he's not the first guy I'm looking to. Funny to me, some people criticize him for taking too many threes late, maybe, but three for seven from deep. I mean, that's, if you want one bright spot, probably Giannis comfortably taking and making some threes. I mean, again, made more threes than anyone else on the team, which kind of makes it feel like less of a bright spot, but there's that. I I think they cleaned up the turnovers a little bit in the second half, if I'm not wrong.
2: I mean, they had 16 overall.
1: I thought they had almost 10 in the first half, if not 10. Uh, They had nine. Okay, so seven in the second, eh? Not, not really. I mean, seven. What? Uh, seven and a half is fourteen on pace. That's solid. That's okay.
2: Yeah, sure.
1: I like, guess. But I, I mean, guess you like, asked
2: me for silver linings, man. There's not a ton yeah, here. I guess they did could sort of clean it up. They, they were so close to just taking like this game. They they played terrible, but it was still within reach. At points, they were always within striking distance. You know?
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't. Did the magic ever get to twenty?
2: No. i don't think no they i don't did. believe so i don't
1: think they ever got to Oh, I, this, I' i feel like the nba box score does not have enough on it like where is that info
2: uh i i don't know it's the oh, biggest doesn't no, matter. Wait, no biggest lead was 18 it does say 18
1: it. so yeah that's what i thought so yeah they never it never became a crazy deficit and like we said i mean one point game in the third quarter clearly it wasn't completely out of reach
2: yeah even like if some things go their way, maybe like you said earlier, maybe if momentum is actually a thing, they actually can take this game. And you know because it looked like at points like especially the first half of the third quarter, at least like maybe not even the first half, the first couple minutes of the third quarter. <laughs> maybe the first I don't know. Just a small amount of time. You know what I mean? The I'm first thinking. eight seconds yeah. of the
1: third minute of the third
2: quarter. When they didn't turn the ball over in the third quarter. Yeah. <laughs> um they they had their they have their spots where Giannis was like, okay okay you know what let's let's go let's play some basketball and he was like making good plays he would go on like his own many runs he was like scoring or assisting on like every single possession down the floor which is like okay cool like you guys you guys can do this right like this is a thing you can do why not why not try doing it more often maybe it good almost- things will happen
1: it was almost troubling, though, because some of that, and there were some, we saw a couple nice Chris Giannis, there was a really good DHO once, there was a couple good pick and rolls, a couple didn't work oh, yeah, out.
2: Giannis got some alley-oops this game, that never yeah.
1: happens. Yeah, that was another, huge, I think that was more. Maybe they figured
2: that, oh my god, we can throw it to one of the, <laughs> no, the most athletic person <laughs> in the entire league.
1: Wild. He'll, the he'll most dunk athletic, on people. big in league history. I think a lot, I think... Either one or both of those were with was out of the game, so there's even more space down. I mean, Lopez is usually off. I don't know. It, it was interesting to me that it only really happened with Giannis at center. But um, Maybe they're so, like, oh, my God, our centers
2: can catch lobs. Maybe if Giannis
1: plays center, he can catch lobs. <laughs> Not like he yeah. can
2: do that ordinarily.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think part of the issue is he has the ball in his hands so much that it's, it's hard to throw him a lob when he's dribbling at the top of the key. And that's like some of his points were, again, just the same old – you know, get the ball at the top of the key, size up, and slash and and drive, and it works sometimes against the Magic. We've seen what happens if that becomes the the go to strategy for large parts of the game in the later rounds. I mean, it's not going to be enough, and just Milwaukee's lack of of fluidity and and uh, shot diversity on offense was troubling. Again, like that's that's it's just like, come on, man! Like this is the whole thing. This is. This was the number one priority for the offense since since last postseason was, well, let's try to figure out what we can do when things get bogged down. And tonight, they had, like, the answer was like a shrug. And again, a couple Chris Giannis pick and rolls, some success on those. I don't have access to any sort of a like stat portal that would tell me the efficiency or whatever in this one game. Maybe try it more. Maybe try something more than just standing around Bledsoe and Giannis taking early shot clock threes uh before we get going what what were your Bledsoe thoughts he's the one main guy I don't think I mean Brook Lopez was just bad and and got sunned by Vucevic uh missed a lot of threes if not all of them but what were your Bledsoe thoughts
2: I thought Bledsoe actually played pretty solid for the most yeah. part like,
1: yeah I the, think the he was probably the guy was, we snubbed yeah by the, not the bad thing him. was the threes like he was yeah. one of
2: five from three like it's it's weird with Bledsoe when he thinks uh when he's going getting it going like down in the paint getting to the rim and stuff He's like, oh yeah, all of a sudden I can hit threes now, and then he misses. And then, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, maybe maybe I'm not on fire maybe anymore. Not.
1: Maybe not, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, like, he's 5 of 11 from the field, right? And But four of those six misses are from three. <laughs> so, it's just, it's a solid game overall. He was, he was aggressive in the first half, really getting to the rim. I feel like he kind of trailed off a little bit in the second half, but I was really, it was really good to see him get going. Because we we obviously know his playoff struggles and all, right? We know that. We've been over that countless times. He looked he looked decently good.
1: Yeah, it's again, why the hell do you play twenty seven minutes?
2: It's a good question, Ty.
1: Again, I, 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 let's let Maybe me. Maybe Coach me Bud eat doesn't some actually
2: listen to this pod.
1: <laughs> we'll see. Let's let's watch game two. But um you know, we talked about Giannis and Wes, and again Wes was was pretty good as well for Wes. I mean it's not Wes isn't going to swing you that many games. Like, he's good at what he does. He's a great complimentary piece. But if there's nothing to complement, it's just not going to do that much for you. We should have talked about Bledsoe as well as a guy who was pretty good. I mean, 15 points, 5 assists, 2 rebounds, 2 turnovers, which is low for the Bucks in this game. 1 steal, 1 block, 1 foul. Uh, but again, 27 minutes. And Dante plays nearly 13 minutes. And... Still bad. One for six. Wow. Uh, he's floor. been bad and continued to be just, bad. Just cannot complete any shots. O for two from deep. So three of his four misses were, were from the uh from within the arc. Uh four rebounds, which is like something that he's always gonna bring, even when he's bad. One offensive, one assist, no turnovers. But again, two points on six shots in twelve minutes. Just I don't really understand what's going on there. Uh he just has not looked himself the whole bubble basically. That did not change, and I wonder how many more runs he gets. I mean, he played significantly less than George Hill, Marvin Williams, and Pat Connaughton by the end of this, and Corver was close to him. Yeah, Corver
2: also. Took a nasty shot.
1: Yeah, RIP Kyle Corver's nose, man. I thought he broke it,
2: honestly. Did you see it how much
1: be. blood there was on the floor? It's gushing. And I feel like he was just out there with only a towel for a long time before they got him off to look at him. Like he's just standing there. I was like, can we get him some ice at least or something? Yeah, because he got him right in the bridge of the nose. And he yeah. was, it, no, it was, it was just bad.
2: a nasty shot. And he was all over his jersey and everything, all over the court. Like yeah. he might have, we, we might get to see Masked Corver. Sorry, I hope his nose they is can okay. save this team. Yeah, I hope his nose is okay too. <laughs> but we we might get to see a masked Kyle Corver performance. Have we, have we not seen a masked Corver before? I think we have, right? On this team or in the league? In the league. Maybe? Maybe I feel like yeah, maybe I've seen that image
1: before. Yeah, I think Hawks Corver maybe? Yes, I think that's right. Or was it a different? I don't know. I can't remember. I, I nothing that brings me joy. Kyle Korver has been the Kenny same player my his month. entire career, so it's like it's it's yeah, easy to it. slightly older. Yeah. It's just I don't I don't know if there's a real place for him in real playoff games. He's actually shot well today, one for two from deep, made a shot the arc. He wasn't bad. Made a free throw, but still, I mean, minus six, he's still, you know, in those in any situation except for him terrorizing on offense, just kind of. I
2: didn't. Not the great. thing is, I didn't really see him getting picked apart defensively.
1: I think a possession or two, but it wasn't, it wasn't egregious. It didn't, it didn't, like he played better than Dante today, which sounds wild. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Pat was, eh. Pat was, eh. One for four from deep, that was all four of his shots. So that's, that's a bummer that that seems to have left him at least for the moment. They are already building houses. Yeah.
2: Brooke is going to have a second home in Orlando by the time this (laughs) series is done.
1: (sighs) From all the bricks. Yeah, he was, I, I alluded to it before. Two for nine from the field, zero for three from deep for the big man. Five points, four rebounds, one assist, one turnover, one steal, one block. Yeah, even I mean, people kept saying, "Well, that's classic." I mean, the Bucks job, but like even in in the interior, Vucevic was was killing him. Like he was taking it to the rim over him, which shocked me. Vucevic, Nikola Vucevic, I think this was his career high: thirty-five points, fourteen rebounds, four assists, five turnovers. The Bucks got onto him sometimes, not nearly enough shoot sixty two point five percent from the field and from deep, uh, but again, five of his fifteen makes were threes. So he also made ten shots within the arc and shot sixty two point five percent on those. Just he just cooked. He, they had no answer for him. They never found one. And by the time he started to slow down, Fournier finally woke up, and then it was like night night.
2: Yeah, it was just it wasn't a great performance from Brook. He was obviously really frustrated. He was kicking jairs and everything. It was i am surprised, honestly, when Brooke was struggling to contain Vucevic, they didn't turn to Robin.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wonder if it was the same sort of concern that, you know, they're just so wired to do drop with their bigs that it wouldn't have helped.
2: I mean, maybe, but at least, like, it's something else. Yeah,
1: I mean, Robin, I think, plays, what,
2: two minutes in this game? Two and a half, yeah. It's
1: kind of confusing. I didn't expect him to just be completely out of the rotation this quickly.
2: He's been weirdly not playing enough this entire season, which is really... Flummoxed me a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was the closest to actually having a positive plus minus, except minus one, of course. Minus one, again, two and a half minutes. He made his only shot, grabbed a rebound. That was all he did. But I I don't know. It might have been worth another look.
2: Yeah.
1: Who knows? What I don't like. What I don't like is when neither of the low bros are out there and Giannis is, and they still have Marvin Williams on on vucevic and it's again like i like marvin williams that was just funny
2: that was just comical
1: like, it's just like I mean, use like put Janis on vucevic like this that's something i tweeted i don't think we ever really saw it consistently does this not just seem like the obvious like thing to do i almost said switch to flip i wanted to avoid that ungodly f- phrase but like you have a dpoi guy who might win dpoi this year He's big. He's he's strong. Like I don't think Vucevic is going to overpower him consistently. He can hang with anyone on the perimeter. I think he can hang with Vucevic. Like how is that not just the answer? Like let's all right, let's switch everything and sticky honest to Vucevic and see what happens. Maybe just don't switch that and go under. I don't know. Try something. I, I just it it's just it boggles me a little bit. I'm boggled. That that's not something we saw really go to the Bucks go to for consistent stretches.
2: I think, uh, I think all we're saying here is alluding to what you said earlier in the pod. It's just game two on Thursday might be the biggest game of Bud's
1: career, certainly this season. That's for sure. That's without a doubt. Oh, yeah, for
2: sure. And within it's just, it's if no changes are made after how they just got, you know, just embarrassed. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what happens. I don't know what happens because it seemed like it wasn't a possibility. But here we are.
1: A lot of, lot of alcohol on this side.
2: <laughs> just pain.
1: Just yeah, pain. That, that too.
2: Yeah, just don't go on Twitter if you're a Bucks fan. Just save yourself.
1: Don't Log g- on to twitter.com slash Rcotti Junior. Hit R T on the podcast. Log off. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to do. That's it. Yeah.
2: Or if, you, if you're if you actually, this is this might be the coolest segue of all time, if you're actually subscribed on your podcast platform of choice, you don't need to wait for me to tweet it out. Bang. Bang. Do we, <laughs> I guess I should have asked, do we have anything else we need to really say?
1: No, I, I, I've had a headache since like the middle of the third quarter. I don't think it's anything physical. I think it's a buck stress headache let's let's wrap her
2: okay so like i just said if you don't need to go on twitter.com just make sure you're subscribed on your podcast platform of choice and to make up for the pain that we are suffering by uh you know doing these um i guess i guess they they weren't intended to be painful but here we are uh just leave a rating helps us out luckily
1: it seems like we might just have like three or four more so early summer for us i don't know Uh, (laughs) That one was a joke. That one was a joke, people. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Let's hope. Um,
2: Yeah, so just make sure you leave a rating because that would help us out a lot. It would make us feel a little bit better about ourselves because, you know, pain. Uh, Make sure you tell your family and friends about the show. If you actually did enjoy it, Uh, we do appreciate all the support. Uh, Make sure you check out all of the content being put out across the Blue Iron Network. Uh, like we alluded to Ty and I will be back with you after Thursday's game two matchup against Orlando in which the Bucks will look to tie up the series. Oh my God. Uh, but before I let you go, uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about bet online sports are coming back and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major league baseball is back in action and there's no better place to start wagering than our, our exclusive partners bet online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on all available 24-7. And with the return of sports, BetOnline sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven-time NBA champ Robert Ory. See what they had to say on what it'll be like playing without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit betonline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code bluewire. Bet online your online wagering experts.
0: For the ones who know that a little late